0: Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Welcome aboard our Family Day Long Weekend Edition for 2023. Saturday morning, February the 18th, we are live. Sunday afternoon, the 19th, we are rebroadcast. And then we will have a podcast for you at your convenience. We this weekend is a moi, Alan Perry. And
1: I'd be Gary Beyer from Tesseract 2.0. That's good to know. Not bad. <laughs> I remembered that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was worried for a second there, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was forgotten his
0: name already. Good start. Uh,
2: and I'm Brian Balvich, your Tech Talk producer. And uh and see i don't have to finish this at <laughs> <all> <laughs> he anymore. knows what everybody's asking me we have all but decided and submitted the paperwork for the name yay. and we want to announce it to family this week but then i will announce it on the air as much as i'd love to break the news on TikTok, your family would not be happy with yeah, it neither exactly. would juna yay yeah, congratulations exactly. so i think we're there yeah i feel pretty good about it so yay next saturday then
0: awesome yeah. there we go we have lots of stuff to talk about this week Uh um, if you have any Apple device, there are updates for you, important updates. We'll talk about that. We started something uh, last week, Brian, when we started talking and running people through all the things that can be done with the new, the new big engine, yes. uh, the chat GPT-AI. Mm-hmm. We tried all sorts of things. I must admit, I was really impressed with the reaction because I know we don't like change. But, and I said on the air that this was like the first time you saw color TV. Mm-hmm. And a couple of people said, "Oh, stop exaggerating." But the vast majority—I had people phoning me saying, "Can you make a Valentine's poem?" Mm-hmm. From a, and I said, "Okay, do what do you want—country song, do you want a, do you rap song, whatever." So I must yeah. have done fifteen or so. And the reaction—I've shown people on their computers how to do it. People have been in tears, wow, we were creating poems for special occasions, things like that. So I've really been impressed with the reaction to it. It hasn't gone terribly well in all cases.
2: So. <laughs> oh, it's amazing the comedic. Like we were like, Oh my god, this is the future. This is like it's like from the eighties looking yeah. out. We're gonna have robots that are sentient and all this things. Yeah. But then so many things went wrong. It's still amazing, but there's so much comedic relief here.
0: Yeah, and Microsoft has really jumped on it and have has f- tried to get to the what was causing the errors. It started it's very conversational and it started having arguments. Mm-hmm. with people and insisting this is 2009 not 2023 I can't tell you when Avatar comes out because it hasn't come out yet oh, they yeah and so the New York Times so they figured yeah. out what it is if yep. you if you continually chat with it in one topic
2: mm-hmm.
0: it goes off the rails okay. because it's trying to be helpful yep but it doesn't have that information so they've They've now limited. <laughs> sounds it. sounds like
1: some inebriated friends of mine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Somebody is <laughs> like <somebody>, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, somebody
0: made that point. So you will find uh, item number thirteen in the show notes. Um, it, I get the link into the article where things and examples of things going horribly wrong. Uh, Microsoft has found the source of the problem. They think so. They've started limiting chats with its new Bing AI engine for now to five questions per session and fifty in total per day. They put out a blog post saying the first week here's what we learned. <laughs> and people started using it for things they did not anticipate. Mm-hmm. And so they then had to build that in. But overall it's been absolutely uh, mind-blowing what you can do with it. And we've got a couple examples that will that will give you here that I think is going to open your eyes. So some of you have already got it. You clicked on the add me to the waitlist. I know yep, two I'm people yeah who got added. I got I got on it. So oh, did I be- you already? I've been using okay. the new system as oh, yeah. well as the old system, the ChatGPT. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah, it's markedly different. ChatGPT just got updated last night to February 13th version. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they added in a ton of new data from
2: later on. Oh, but- like it's getting more up to date because it was a little bit behind. It was a couple, year and a half behind or something before. Yeah.
0: yeah, but they're also adding the biggest challenge, and we could go on ad nauseum, but the biggest challenge about this is teaching it morality. What's mm-hmm. appropriate? What's inappropriate? And that's where it went off the rails on the Bing on the Bing version because right. they hadn't given enough they gave it initial guidance, which was great. Right. But if you kept pressing, right. Then it would start saying, I would, I want to be human. I want to take over the world. And i will go, where the heck did that come from? There was an interesting that one that. Sounds they,
2: like me. <laughs> <laughs> there was one that came out of that where it, it was like, it realized that it had been pushed and it was like, that wasn't good of you. You're a bad human. I am a good chatbot. I'm yes. a good Bing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And they're going, where did that come from? So they oh, had to so go back
2: cool. and do all
0: that. But it's just starting to, be, to do things. People are discovering that it can write
2: code. Yes, yeah, they've been getting it, like, I need code that takes this input and this output, and just, boom, you've just saved so much coding time.
0: In fact, if we can, let's go a little out of where we're going to go here, so um, because there's a couple things in the homework videos, and so if you're going, oh, this is stupid, or this is dangerous, or whatever, there's one particular video that I encourage you to watch, because I think it will tie into what many of you have done. I, sad, I said last week that I thought the release of the chat GPT engine was the opening of the floodgates of AI changing the world. The same way the invention of the steam engine triggered the industrial revolution. Now, I know some of you have let me know that you think I'm nuts. But as I said, I've been surprised how many of you and others around the world share that assessment. One of those whom I respect a lot is YouTuber Tom Scott whose videos we've featured frequently on Tech Talk, in video number 42 that you'll find down in the show notes, Tom explains much better than I can why he
3: thinks as well that this is such a big deal. Useful new technologies generally follow a sigmoid curve. You have a slow takeoff as the technology is invented and the major pain points get sorted out, and then you have this incredible explosion of growth as people find it useful, and the technology gets better and better and better and better, and loads of competitors enter the market, and people find more and more and more and more and more real-world practical uses for it. And there's this massive race to make newer, better, bigger things that people keep making more stuff with. And then you reach the limit of what's possible with that technology, and the rate of progress flattens out again. Basically, there's a reason very few people camp outside Apple stores for the new iPhone anymore. I remember Napster from back in 1999. And in hindsight, I think Napster was the first big sign of just how many industries were gonna be changed or completely destroyed by the internet. Not just the music industry, but travel agents, video rental stores, encyclopedias, shopping malls, big box stores, the postal service, journalism, the entire media industry.
0: Yeah, and so you you probably don't remember Napster, but Brian, that was the first service that allowed us to download whatever music and audio we wanted. Well, my yeah. dad
2: was a tech guy. I had the first computers. I grew up with computers. Yeah. I'm the epitome of a digital native and I was all over Napster.
0: So, if those of you that remember Napster and remember what what happened in the weeks and months and years after that, this is that moment yeah, in terms so. in terms of AI. The video that Tom that from which that is an excerpt, mm-hmm. the video is about Tom having a problem with trying to back up his Gmails. Yep. And having it, getting ChatGPT to write him code to fix it. Wow. And it didn't work because it turned oh. out Google's information was wrong.
2: Sure, sure. So once he found out Google's
0: information and once the documentation, once he found the flaw in the documentation, it, it fixed his problem.
2: But it got him there quicker.
0: Yeah, it got yeah, him there instantly except for, so for one documentation work. error, which he said he doesn't write code anymore. He makes videos now. Yeah, yeah. So he says he was gonna have to pay somebody. Right, and so he says this turned into an existential crisis, and he went, "Oh my God, this just yeah. did it."
2: There was, uh, yeah, I was reading an article this morning that uh, in New York there was a rabbi that uh, read his whole sermon, and at the end asked who had written it, and sure enough, it was yeah. Chat GPT. And he said, "Like you know, I saw truck drivers being the first on the you know chopping block here for losing their jobs to AI. I didn't think a rabbi would be, but yep. this was a great sermon. <laughs> I never even thought of that."
0: Yeah. Well, one of the ones that we did uh, just yesterday with a lady named Suzanne—not my Suzanne, but Suzanne with an S—she's uh, from Switzerland. <laughs> so we did a couple things because she's at that point where she thinks she can't really sometimes learn anymore. And I said, "No, no, you can learn. You're pretty bright." So one of the things we did was we we created an itinerary for her, going to visit, uh, obviously starting in Zurich, and then mm-hmm. visiting a couple tiny towns. Sure. That, and it created stuff that. She went, oh, my God. So I thought, Gary, because you have German heritage, yep. <coughs> so we'll try this, so we'll, so we'll put that in there. So a one-week itinerary, because we can't have you gone long? No, oh, exactly.
1: Yeah. We'll,
0: we'll start in... <laughs>
1: we're going to start in Munich. Okay. Um, we're going to then go to Koblenz. A uh, spell? Uh, K-O-B-L-N-E-Z. Okay. Uh, we're also going vid- to visit... How big was Koblenz be? Sorry,
0: excuse my ignorance. Oh,
1: it's it's at the confluence of the Rhine and the Main Rivers, and I... Off the top of my head, I don't know how big, but it is, it's the bigger city in the area. Okay, how about a tiny one? Uh, well, the tiny one would be a, a village called Helferskirchen, and when I stayed there when I was 16, it was 900 people. Okay. It is now 1,200 people. So okay. It doesn't grow very quickly. And you, you know? spell that one? That one is spelled H-E-L-F-E-R-S-K-I-R-C-H-E-N.
0: Okay, so I've said, uh, create me a suggested one-week itinerary for a trip to Germany starting in Munich and including
1: Koblenz and Helferkirchen. Helferkirchen. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love the German language. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I find it actually quite beautiful, but that's because yeah. I can understand it. <laughs> there you go. And what, <laughs> what are we going
0: to do? There's the itinerary.
1: Well, day one, we're going to start in Munich. Obviously, we'd have to land there, but we're going to arrive in Munich, and we're going to spend the day exploring the city's historic center. We're going to visit Marienplatz, which is the big center where City Hall is. Okay. And, okay. yep. Yeah, in... It's what we wish our city hall area could look like. <laughs> Don't go there. Uh, <laughs> and then we're going to visit the Frauenkirche. The Frauenkirche is a two-domed church, uh, very historic, very old, and it's gorgeous. It's worth visiting. And we're obviously going to go visit the Hufpley House, Beer Hall.
0: Now, as you're listening <laughs> to Gary read out what this has generated for him just now, think if you are either a travel agent... Or if you are somebody who wants to go on a trip and was going to pay a travel agent to do this, yeah. And
1: what mm-hmm. we were saying about the the yeah. minister with the sermon, and right. and, and, yeah. and an optional on the first day would be to take a tour of Neuschwanstein, Neuschwanstein Castle. I'm so glad here. which, you're glad you're which is this. the fairy tale yeah. castle that uh, Disney actually. Oh yes, it it they they. Oh, model their castle after I'm Glad you're pronouncing it. Uh, and the Dachau concentration camp memorial uh, definitely worth visiting. By the way, day two in Munich. We, Munich. We'd spend the day exploring the art and uh, cultural scene. Visit the Pinakothek. The modern, it's uh, the Munich Residence and the Deutsches Museum. The museum, by the way, in Munich is it's world renowned. It is amazing. Okay. Uh, Optional, we're going to take a bike tour of the English Garden, the English Gardens in Munich. So this stuff would be fairly easy for anybody to find because this is big stuff. This is big stuff in Munich. This is huge. Yeah. Uh, day three, we're going to go to Koblenz. We're going to take the train from Munich to Koblenz. It does take approximately five hours. I've done the trip. It tells you that. Yeah. We're going to spend the afternoon afternoon exploring the Koblenz historic center, visiting landmarks such as oh the the Ehrenbreitstein Fortress and Deutsches Eck Monument, so, uh, do German you do Corner Monument. Yeah. And day four, we're going to take a cruise on the Rhine and we're going to see the famous Lorelei Rock, which they call the Berühmte Lorelei. Uh, many shipwrecks on the Rhine there and picturesque towns including uh, Bopot and Rüdesheim optional nearby town of Kochham to see the Kalkham castle and exploring the charming town center so is this
0: all accurate so this far This is actually very
1: accurate yes Okay so now, now we get to
0: the fun part This is where we get to the fun part because yeah. we give, we asked him, Gary to pick a little tiny village
1: because
4: there's Prescurity. not a, Yeah
1: yeah so we're going to visit Hofskirchen I know this town very very well because I did live there yeah. and the biggest house in the village is what's called Elton house was the house that my uh, grandfather and great uncle bought just after the war? Oh, you showed me the picture. Yeah, yes, it's, it's a huge, beautiful, yeah, old, just six hundred year old house. Yeah, logs. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a, a day trip to Limburg, towns such as Limburg and Dahlen or Marburg, and optional, we're going to visit the Salzburg, the Salburg Roman Fort, or hike the Tannous Mountains. Day seven, we're going back to Munich. Yeah, approximately four hours. And we're going to spend the day shopping and trying, ooh, yes, Bavarian foods such as pretzels and Weiswurst. And, oh. okay,
0: now you can't see this because this is radio, but look what it did for the spelling of Weiswurst. Did I get that Weiswurst,
1: right? Weisswurst. it's right. W-E-I with the B. With the, it is the the old style script S. yeah. Which normally you'd now write with two S's.
0: And it says, this itinerary allows for a mix of urban and rural experiences with time in three different regions of Germany. It includes plenty of options for sightseeing and cultural activities, as well as opportunities to relax and explore the countryside. Now, we could have given it more specific parameters. Sure. Say, I would like to go cycling. I would like to go paragliding. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have said what I don't want to do. I have difficulty walking. But see
1: how... It, it really is quite good. Yeah, oh, this, especially uh, Now you worked. see
0: why, you know, <laughs> for those of you that emailed and said you're exaggerating the impact this is going to have. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, there's there's just a couple. It can write code. It can replace the minister's sermon. And it can... Now, it's not perfect. This is just yeah, yeah. the first week. So Imagine what's going to happen in the coming weeks and now months. Now that it's got so all yeah. this
2: funding and attention. Yeah. yeah. It's, if it's you want to
0: try it yourself, go to bing.com. And you will see that it'll have the search box from the past, but it'll have the new box that gives you a couple examples and says, learn more and try it. Either way, it'll click up. Yeah, it says try it and learn more. Click on try it, and on the right, you will see um, add me to the wait list. In Brian's case, he just did it, and it says you're already on the wait list. He's waiting his turn. This is such a quantum leap in processing power that Microsoft wants to make sure that their servers don't crash. That's why ChatGPT, the precursor, is on a limited release because it does get overtaxed and says, sorry, server traffic too busy. So Microsoft is rapidly ramping up out there. And there will be competitors. Google announced their competitor called Bard didn't launch well, so they're going back to the drawing board. But others will come out with it or will. Apple will probably come out. Some company we've never heard of that has very deep pockets may come out with an even better one. It's very much like cell phone companies. We want competition. Mm-hmm. We don't want there to be one of these. Yep. Pretty soon they'll become ubiquitous in the next few years.
1: But you will remember that it was February of 2023. Oh,
0: my
5: gosh. You
1: know, when stuff <laughs> Alan, I, I think what's going to happen with this, the, the competition... Will fall by the wayside to the dominant, as yes. is what's happened with search engines and Google. Yeah, mm, so all the old ones Microsoft, oh, Alta Vista, all gone. I don't know. I'm worried it's Google because imagine what. <laughs> I don't think Google's going to be the winner in this one. Yeah, Microsoft. Well, because the number
0: one leader by a mile is Chat GPT, which is open sourced, and Microsoft has invested in rather than buying. Yep. Because mm. they want to keep it open and mm. they want to keep that responsible AI part. So that's where a lot of that money is going. What are the rules? What are the guidelines?
2: Yes, I do appreciate that yeah, for sure. So we'll
0: see. Stay tuned. Okay, lots more stuff to talk about. Uh, if you have an Apple device, big important updates out there. We also have the big one for many of you, Netflix. Uh, we are counting down to next week when you must tell them where your primary location is and decide if you're going to continue sharing with people? And if so, how much are you willing to pay? We'll go into the nuances of that. And also we have an extension in the deadline for Roger Shaw. We'll go into all that. But most importantly, want to see if we can help you. Some of you have already anticipated this. We have texts and emails waiting, but we'll give phone calls the priority. So 250-386-1161 while we're live on Saturday morning of the family day long weekend and star 1070 on a mobile phone, and texts to 107010107010 if you're in Canada. Won't work in the USA or elsewhere, sorry. And include your first name somewhere in the text. Family Day long weekend edition of Tech Talk. So the important stuff first. If you have an iPhone or iPad made in the past six years, Apple has released an important update, Brian. iOS, iPadOS 16.3.1. Oh, yes, I'm yet to do it. <laughs> See how long it takes. It doesn't take long. It's not that okay. big, but it's very important because it plugs several critical security holes, also fixes some bugs, so it's worth updating as soon as you can. Item one in the show notes. Again, apologies to those that know this by heart. Shownotes.ca, typed into the address bar of your browser, it'll redirect you to a OneDrive.live.com, blah, blah, blah address. Bookmark that, then you can come back anytime. There we go. If you have a Mac made in the past eight years, Apple has also released an equally important matching update, macOS Ventura 13.2.1. If you have a Mac that's still running Big Sur because it's too old to be upgraded to Ventura, Apple has released a special update. doesn't do any of the security issues, Gary, because that's not possible on Big Sur. Yeah. But it does fix grayed-out or missing icons in Safari Favorites macOS Big Sur 11.7.4. Apple has also released updates that fix security issues and bugs for Apple Watch, Apple TV, Apple HomePod models. If you don't know how to get those updates on those things, items 3 and 4 in the show notes. And one, one other important one from a deal point of view, you are normally not open on Saturdays, but you've got a couple, well, a few of things that you thought might be an incentive so after the show you're going to
1: yeah i'm going to head back to the store and so i should be there about twelve fifteen, and i'm going to stay there till two i have a couple of repairs i have to do anyways uh one yeah. for you thank you uh which i hope you're going to pick up before two i will excellent <laughs> <laughs> otherwise eh, no going for lunch let me grass chicken, then I
0: will come and pick it up. Nice. So, so here's the reason. I, I actually, me bad. I suggested Gary do this because I said if we point it out now on the show. And again, Gary and nobody on the show pays me to say anything or not say anything. I just like to save you money. And Gary said he has these five only refurbished Lenovo T five forty Windows ten Pro
1: laptops. Yeah. Uh, they are a fourth gen, so they're a little bit older. Yeah, uh, but they basic computer. They are. They're running Windows 10 beautifully. They have the webcam. They are a brand new 240 gig solid state drive that was in them, uh, eight gigs of RAM, and they're just a heck of a deal at. Wow, yeah, look at that. I put them at 189
0: So that's why I thought, okay, people will forget by Tuesday when you back open. So if you want one of those, if you're listening to us live on Saturday, on Sunday, you can take your chances and stop in on Tuesday when they reopen after yeah. the Family Dung weekend, see if there's any left. I doubt it, but you know, you never know. People might be off doing stuff for Family deal that's kind of gray out there on Saturday.
1: Mm. But $189. Yeah. To match that, yep. I also have some fourth-gen uh, Panasonic Toughbooks. Yeah, it's these, these really quite good, uh, especially if you have kids and you're going camping, and you don't want yeah. them to use your phone or tablet and break it. Or to be honest, if you're if you know that you are drop C prone, yep. yep, they're they're going to handle. You can drop these. These are the ones that were used to be mounted in police cars. Well, these aren't quite those ones. Okay, the police get a different one. Yeah. The ones that you see in the police cars, frankly, are about eight or nine thousand dollars and are considered yeah. bulletproof. Yeah, don't try and stop a bullet with these ones. Yeah. And while they are very very tough, they're, they're not yeah. the top. Tough. No,
0: no, but they're still amazing. But
1: again, fourth gen Core i five does everything yep. with a touchscreen, which is nice. Yeah, and it's got a swivel uh, screen, so you can turn it into a well, a very thick tablet, as it were. And again, one eighty nine. But you've only got six of those. So yeah, five I've got of six. the other six of yep. those. So yep. this is why. And, and then there's there's another special. But hey, read the show notes. Yeah, we'll Let's go through those. Let's not hard too me. much on this, but yep. read the show notes. And, and I've also
0: got one for yep.
1: Desktops
0: from. Francis and Peter Priority One as well. Again, yes. those will be for Tuesday. They're not opening today. Do that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Lots of other stuff to get to here. Al's waiting on the phone lines. Al, I won't take you just now because we got a, we got a news update coming up in just a sec, but let's see uh, a bunch of the questions here. Okay, we'll talk about the Netflix one because that's something you have to do mm-hmm. in the next few days if you haven't already and some of you may get a bit challenged on how to do it, so we'll go through that. How do you find an old printer driver for Canon MF4450 compatible with Windows 10? A text from Shannon.
1: I would suggest you don't. Why? That's an old printer.
0: Oh, sorry. Hmm? (laughs) There is a way to try and make it work by going into compatibility mode, but even if we do that and it does work, when Windows puts out an update next month or next week, it will stop again. Multifunction 4450. We're going to check the age of that. Don't want to tell you no, but maybe we have to. Okay, stay tuned back after a news update. Stay with us. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. It's the family day. No, it's not. It's the family day weekend edition of Tech Talk for 2023. Glad to have you along. Gary's in studio with us from Tesseract, and Brian is here. And Al is on the phone line. Hi, Al.
5: Hi there, Alan and Gary. Hello. You're, you're
0: in
1: Winterpeg, aren't you?
5: Yes. Do I you have a question for Gary. I got two fingers in the air. I'll take two if you can ship them to me.
1: <laughs> I can actually actually can ship. Yes, absolutely. You
5: know what? I, my Lenovo, uh, it's got an eight ten. I can't say the word properly. AMD processor in it. Yes. Yeah. It went down on me over a year ago. I, right now, have my wife's laptop on, which is a no-no to me, but she's allowing me to listen. There and you it's go. one of the days glad I gladly tune in. And I would like to know one thing. Yeah. I would, I'm would i a blind person, Gary. Mm-hmm. Ellen knows me. I would really would really like to have the best sound card you could get in there. Well, if the sound means more, unless it's already kind of there.
0: Yeah, that's the thing that's changed a lot, Al. In most cases, the built-in audio now is dramatically better okay. than it was 10 years two
5: fingers ago. fingers in here, Gary. That means I want to them. Well, Remember?
1: Al, what I'm going to get you to do, just if you want to go to the website, uh, well, click he
5: can't, on... it's a challenge guess, for him, so okay. no, you stay there. You yeah. stay
0: there. Okay, we'll Ryan, get your address. Ryan's
1: going to get your number, and Gary
0: will give you a call this afternoon while you're... Yeah, I'll call this afternoon from the store. Okay, yeah, that would be really good. Yeah, that's one of those things that... We we remember how things used to be, yeah. and you used to have to go and get a sound blaster or a mm. creative an audio card. Nowadays, the stuff that comes is pretty awesome. It's got full, full thirty six. Well,
1: most cases, forty eight bit stereo at least. Yeah, but you know, it's it's the average laptop even today. If you go out and buy a thousand dollar Asus or, or or not the speakers, the speakers are. They're, yeah, yeah no. not the speakers. The sound card itself, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you plug in headphones and you go, oh my God, oh, or yeah. you plug them into your stereo, yeah. or even you Bluetooth it to your Bluetooth stereo. Bluetooth exactly. And you go, holy crap, yeah. that's it's pretty a lot good, better. so yeah.
2: Uh, I know Al did, did have another question. Oh. Uh, he just wanted to, okay. when he heard about the deals, he wanted to get in on one of those. <laughs> okay. Sure, go Al. Yeah. I yeah.
5: have actually three quick questions. One, I have a beautiful Logitech keyboard all marked and everything, but I've lost a little dongle receiver. Can I get a, a universal adapter? No. Uh,
1: hang on a sec. First off, how old is that keyboard?
5: I'm going uh, to say two Christmases ago. Okay.
1: And do you know at the time, was were you told whether it was a unified receiver or just a regular one?
5: My wife bought it. She probably, at Staples, they don't tell you that kind of no. thing. No. So there
1: will be, and... An, an, you can check that out before I call you this afternoon. Uh, there will be a symbol on the keyboard that.
5: Okay, that, the wife just hang on. The wife can get it for me. Okay. Uh, the second question is.
0: Yeah, well, uh, we'll tell you first what your wife wants to look for when she comes on the keyboard. It, There's going to be it, a little. It's normally brownish it, red. Yeah, symbol. and that means it's unified.
5: Right on top of there. Yeah,
0: so it's a uh, little picture, tiny symbol. What is? Uh, how do you? Yeah, very. Tell you no.
5: about a symbol here.
0: Yeah, so hold on. Hi there. She's not here. Okay. Oh, oh. Let us know when she comes, and okay. Gary's looking sure. up. Yeah, Gary's looking up to okay. describe. Hello.
5: She's not. Oh, here. Go to the other phone and take the keyboard. <laughs> it's okay. This is important. <laughs> it
0: when, is. When your vision is not Don't perfect, anything keyboard, we can do to help is really important.
5: Yeah. Um, the second question is, um, yeah, that's a technical one. The other one about my Lenova tower. I. It's in the storage room. It's a beautiful machine, but it's gone. It does kind of fire up but it won't give me my Windows 10. Okay. I like Windows 10 and I I would like to play with Okay, the wife's got the keyboard. Here you go.
0: Okay, so this is this is good yeah. for 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 everybody. Um yeah, this, is, this is a new symbol for many of you. Um it's called it's, the phone. Yeah, it's a Logitech. Uh, they're the one that sort of invented it, but other companies do use it.
5: Yeah, yeah hold on. Just a minute. Give me the keyboard.
0: Yeah, and what we're looking for is uh, anybody that's got a Logitech mouse and keyboard, especially if you got a combo set where they yeah, came in one got, package.
5: we got that. Yeah,
1: you want to know this, this symbol, Gary.
5: How yeah, do we describe
0: the,
1: the it? The symbol itself is uh, a square with rounded corners, uh, and inside it, it has what looks like a hybrid between a star and a gear in white. So it's orange with a white inside.
0: Yeah, like a very simple snowflake. Yeah.
1: If if you will, if you so think if of that, it that way, if, if it. that symbol is anywhere on the keyboard, then yes, I can even ship you at no charge a unified receiver. All you will do once you receive it is you have to download the Logitech Unified software, oh, good. and and that will actually
5: it'll pair them up, and yep. you're good as gold again.
0: Can your wife see if there is that one of those on your yeah, keyboard?
5: It's fine. I think we have that symbol. She, awesome. Yeah. She's very, uh, she knows the computer, she knows Windows 7, yep. she's very hesitant to go to Windows 10, that's why my fingers were too in the air, okay, at <laughs> yeah. that price.
0: At the- <laughs> she's going to smack you upside <laughs> the head, Al. Um Yeah, it's really important, and I wouldn't recommend going to 11 yet for anybody that has visual challenges. Um in their effort to make Windows 11 Brian look cleaner,
2: oh yes,
0: they've hidden a bunch of things and they've made some things not possible. Sure. Bit by bit, they're allowing us yep. to have those possibilities back because everyone's screaming at them saying, why would you take this away? You're yep. supposed to add things, not take them away. So we're almost there on that. But for anybody with visual limitations, the layout is a challenge and you'd need mm-hmm. somebody to guide you to where the new things are, because finding them is is not easy. We're techs, and I say bad words at it in regular places. Because yep. people call and ask me questions, and I go, I know where it is on ten. Let me see. It. Oh, in some cases, oh, it's here. In other cases, oh, it's not there.
2: Right. Yep. I <laughs>
0: so I make a list, send them off, and uh, so anyway. So there you go. Ow. So yeah. So for anybody else, if you lose. If you break your mouse, but like your keyboard, and Gary, if you've got one of those mouse keyboard sets, if it's got that little orangey-red symbol that looks like a simplified s- snowflake, mm-hmm. then yes, you can get a unified, you can get a new mouse that's got also the symbol on the it. A unified receiver, exactly. And then you just have to download
1: the software and yeah.
0: they talk. Otherwise, if you lose one half of that, like if you lose a oh. little dongle.
1: Yeah, without and, the unified signal yep. symbol, you're, just, you're buying a new keyboard and mouse. There we go. Awesome. Thanks,
0: Al. So hang on the line. Brian's going to get your number off the air. And we will do that one. The other big thing out there in the world, except it's not a big thing yet, it's coming. Rogers, Shaw, and Videotron have once again extended their self-imposed deadline to finalize the buyout of Shaw by Rogers. The new extension this time is till the end of March. They say that's to give them time, Gary, to win the approval of the federal industry minister by tweaking the finer points of how the mega deal will impact Mm -hmm. subscribers. So stay tuned minister says, I will sign yeah. it when I'm satisfied that everything's been back. And here's an example, and I put a link in the show notes, 10 and 11. One of the examples is Rogers is negotiating with Videotron, who would be buying Freedom Mobile, about reducing the rates charged when Freedom Mobile customers roam on the Rogers network. Right now, if you're on Freedom Mobile. Yes. So if you go off on your road trip to Atlantic Canada, as you go outside the Freedom Shaw area, you roam onto...
1: Rogers Rogers or TELUS or or Bell,
0: you don't pay for that. But one of the reasons you don't pay for that is Rogers, TELUS, and Bell throttle your speed down to one-tenth the current speed. So as part of this, the minister is kind of pushing, saying, can you maybe get rid of that? Yep. And so they're negotiating how much that Videotron would have to pay Rogers to allow people to roam without that limitation. Yes. So this is where we've talked a lot about this Roger Shaw thing. The devil is in the details, and there's a lot of really important details. So to his credit, the industry men are sort of holding their feet to the fire, saying, you've done the things I've asked on the big stuff. Now let's walk through some of yep. the little stuff. So stay tuned. It, it is coming. Okay, we'll take a break. When we come back, if you have a Netflix account or if you share somebody's Netflix account, this is going to be important for you when we continue. As we continue on Tech Talk, it's now Netflix 101, classes in session. If you have a Netflix account, I put it into the show notes with a picture that I took with my iPhone off our screen last night when we did this, item number 12. If you have a Netflix account, you have until next Tuesday, the 21st, to lock in your primary location to avoid your service being suspended as part of their effort to crack down on password sharing. So you need to be at the location where you live or where you spend most of your time you can i can hear the questions already this is going (laughs) to be a challenge what happens if you're not going to be home you're on the road you're not going to be home before right so you may find that your netflix service is suspended there will be a way to reach out to them and say hey i'm in parksville i'm taking care of my mom i'm not going to be back home for another two weeks and they can temporarily reactivated
2: is it gonna like there should have been a grace period here where you can all set your once it's like it knows like 90 percent of the home locations are fixed then start creating the penalty for if you try to watch outside versus like having having to justify your home address and then immediately if you don't do it you lose service now this may help
0: this has to be done on your tv not on your mobile device okay Okay, if you don't have a TV, you only watch Netflix on an iPad or an iPhone.
1: I or if your computer is hooked up to your TV.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That I couldn't get an answer to last night. I spent about an hour down that rabbit hole. <laughs> so so stay tuned.
2: <laughs> yeah. I but have so many questions.
0: Once you've set your home location, you can then pay $8 a month per person to allow one or two other people who live elsewhere to share your account. And the big deal with that one, the key feature here, because a lot of people, the only reason some people don't share their account is they don't want to give their password to somebody else. When you share your account using this new Netflix feature, they get their own password. You can still cut them off from sharing at any time if they're being cranky to you, but they do get their own password that you don't know. All you can do is yes, no, and do that. So, and I've put links into the show notes on how to do this. So we it was it was fairly simple you just have to go down and over to the um help button and then set primary location is a new feature that's there and it brings up the location where you are in our case you'll see in the picture there it's under suzanne's account and it says near Saanichton british columbia okay and then it says last tv used comcast set top box that's because the shaw boxes are made by Comcast in mm-hmm. the USA. It's the Xfinity platform. And then you do that, and you go... And then you go continue to Netflix, and it sends you an email. So when you trigger the box to set your location, it sends you an email, which you then have to click on, and then the TV goes, yep, success, you've set your primary location. Big deal. So if you're on Netflix. So
1: the question is, how many people are going to pull the plug on this one? Well, it's an interesting one. I know of some people way back when... when you know, it was originally seven ninety nine and Netflix decided to go to eight ninety nine. Certain people I know quit. And they said they were told, What's well, only a dollar? And as Michelle put it, no, that's thirteen percent. Yes. Would you be willing to pay thirteen percent more for your milk? Mm-hmm. And we're outraged when milk goes up twenty cents. Yeah. And she's never gone back. They did a survey in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: found that more than half the people said that nope. They, the of the people who were password sharing, yep. or, or sorry, who were sharing the password, they said, will you, will you pay the eight bucks to the person whose password you're sharing, or will you get your own account? More than half said no. Now, that's what they said in a survey. Mm-hmm. Then people suddenly find, no more Netflix. Oh my God. So stay tuned. This is, this, this is, is going to be
1: is, an interesting one. I know that I will be quitting Netflix. Um, I know a number of people that have said, "Nah, it's not worth it anymore." Yep. So we'll see. Yep. There you go. So again, the links are in the show notes. Yes, you can say,
0: Brian.
2: Oh no, I'm with. Yeah, less and less impressed with Netflix, especially this stuff. And they're just it's this infinite growth, growth idea with this corporation that they can just keep on, you know, making money on at this crazy rate. So yeah,
1: let's say let's say you've had one of those accounts where you were sharing with four other people. Yep. So here it was, you're paying fifteen bucks a month. So five people are using it. And now it's going to be 15 bucks a month plus four times eight.
0: Well, hopefully, the people that are sharing are going to pay the eight bucks. But, but again, not you. for that
1: same account, it's yeah. now going to be instead of 15 bucks, it's yeah. going to be four times eight. 32 is $57, $47. Yeah. So this is a cash grab. This uh, well, is no longer about. I'll, I'll
0: actually mm-hmm. play the devil's advocate there. If you look at the number of new shows and movies that are being created per platform, who's far and away created the most content? Netflix by a mile. Amazon uh-huh. Prime has been doing a ton.
1: Yes, it
2: has. Yeah. Apple's
0: been focused on quality rather than quantity. So
2: that's what I would rather see. I'd yeah. rather see HBO quality shows rather than Netflix just spitting yeah, out all the shows a, and then discontinuing yeah. exactly. them when they it's, it's, don't it's, I, do yeah. well.
1: I have, I have five, one, five that I use right now, mm-hmm. and frankly, Netflix is the one I go to least. Yeah, so everyone's it's, different, right? It's sure. like the five restaurants, and I go
0: to this one, you go to that one. You know, yeah. so,
1: Well, it just means you're going to the wrong one. <laughs> there
0: you go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, lemongrass chicken after lunch. There we go. Okay, there we go. So again, if this is this is important to you, item number twelve in the show notes. And again, if you've never gone, you can also go to Netflix.com and search for help and you will find this. But I've given you the specific links. Takes you right there. Again, shownotes.ca. Scroll down to item number twelve. When we come back after a break, we have thirty one new emoji coming soon to your devices. But there's one that's already there that may already surprise you. Pregnant man. As we continue on Tech Talk, Anne has texted in to say, Alan, we have Netflix but no TV. We don't own one. We generally watch on a computer. Can we do the location thing on the computer or are we out of luck? I honestly don't know the answer to that, Anne. Maybe you can answer the question for me next week because the deadline is coming up on the 21st. See what pops up on the screen. I'm guessing help me out Gary. I'm guessing because the computer has an IP address that it will know where that is. Yes. And it may say confirm this IP address which is like an electronic oh, we should explain internet protocol. So that's like the numbers that are in effect the digital location. It's the digital location of your computer. Yep. Yeah. So as long as that doesn't change, if you took the laptop and went to Vancouver. Of course that's gonna change. Yeah, and then it would
1: say Well, you're not at
0: your home. Yeah, and that's the other thing we're waiting for is because they've said it's okay, you can go off on a vacation and go take care of your mom, whatever.
1: How long? Well they haven't spelled out the details of that. This is Well not new only that, this yeah. this comes into privacy. Why is Netflix asking whether I'm going on vacation or not well, no, and where no. I'm going? No, no, they're not. They're, but they're just going, saying. They're going to have to. This is not your location. Where are you now? Who are you? If well, they're going to tie this to an IP address... They're not asking why
0: or where. They're just going to simply oh. say... It's it's like roaming. It's like you're going to get a grace period for roaming. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Have they actually said that? Uh, yes, very much okay. so. Yeah, and here's another one here. Um Hi, Alan. We have Netflix via our TELUS account. Do we have to set the primary location now? It will pop up on your TV. Yes, even if you're getting it through Shaw or through TELUS, it will pop up on the TV. It did on ours. Um, Another question here by a texter who ends in 758. How do you add the secondary account once you set the primary? Go to the show notes. It's easier that'll save you hunting around. Item 12, the second link, it says more on how to do that is here, and it takes you to the specific page and walks you through the steps. It's actually really that part I was impressed. That part they've they've laid out really well. And then once you send the person, if they're already uh, sharing your password, they can choose whether they want to import their favorites, shows and everything over from your account, in which case they will disappear off your screen. And they get to pick their own password. You can still cut them off at any time if they either don't pay you the eight bucks, if that was the deal, or don't take you out for lunch, mm-hmm. or just move away or be a jerk. Then you still have control. So yeah, that's that's important. One this changes is, is a little one there. Okay, we have a couple questions that we are that we are researching um that we're working on here for people so you've texted in we're looking at things we have some travel ones coming up we're going to try and combine them into a into a travel segment there we should do one other uh, homework video brian if we can a <coughs> musical one here the four classically trained guitarists who performed together as 40 fingers which i thought was a great name are back with their version of another instantly recognizable theme signature theme. He's a pirate from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, written by Klaus Badelt and Hans Zimmer. They're great. That's not easy to do that no. tune in particular. You can't see the video, but they're out in a field overlooking the ocean when they do that one. There again, there's lots more um, videos that don't really work on the radio. But thank you for sharing. Did you know that pop cans in Hawaii have a different shape from anywhere else in the world? No way. They do. Hmm. Why? The answer is in item number 43. Uh, 44 is a fascinating behind-the-scenes look at how literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of work and some amazing robots are used to create a fast food commercial. I love the part when the when the, the elements of a hamburger fall on top of each other. Oh, and yes. Form the, how they do that with little tiny
2: strings and they cut them. Oh, yet yeah, to control how, yeah, because you want don't want them to flip. That's or right. They do like the yeah, Wendy's ones. They have ones, a I robot think that cuts the strings.
0: Lines. Yeah, there's yeah, you're looking at one there. That one is really cool. Also, and I know this one's for Brian, a mesmerizing visualization of the most popular websites from 1995 until now. What would you Uh-oh. guess? Yeah, it starts off with AOL was number one by a mile in ninety-five, and mm-hmm. it changes Uh-oh. rapidly. So that's in there as well. And the other one, Infoseek. I forgot about that one. Remember that one? Yeah. GeoCities, Netscape, Excite, Lycos. Those were WebCrawler, Tripod, Alta Vista. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a fascinating out. one. Again, these are all linked in the show notes down at Homework Videos. The other one that I found really CD-Net interesting. cbnet had its own. Yes back in the day. Um, Item 41 from the archives of the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. They have just released 80 minutes of footage from 1986 when they first found the wreckage of RMS Titanic on the bottom of the Atlantic at a depth of 12,500 feet. This is the very first footage. They'd been looking for years and years and years and years. Well, decades. And then when they finally found it, this is the actual footage. And they've digitally restored it. So that's in there as well. There you go. Okay, uh, a couple other things here that are in the show notes there. If you're a soccer fan, Apple has announced that you can watch all MLS, Major League Soccer, games for free on Apple TV Plus for the first two weeks of the season, which begins next week. After that, you can stream select games for free for the rest of the season, or you can stream all the games with an MLS season pass. They've announced the pricing, $17 a month, or $99 for the full season. To make give you an incentive to do that, MLS Season Pass will also feature the entire Audi MLS Cup playoffs and Leagues Cup all in one place. And the big deal is no blackouts uh, first in live sports broadcasting. More information on that, including, I thought this would be helpful for you, the schedule, Brian, showing which games are free. It's all linked in the show notes at item number 21. And as I say, the first two weeks, they're all free. And then it looks like about one in, one in four is free. Okay, that's pretty still good. pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good one. So this about is a big change. Yep. Apple taking that over Go now ahead. in Canada. Some of the games, especially the Toronto, I think Toronto and Vancouver, they're sponsored by Bell, and they will continue yes. to be on TSN and RDS because Bell owns the rights. They bought the rights to the team. So, right. or if you want to watch some
1: pretty good soccer. Pacific FC, right here. Yes, is that available? As a, is that? Are well, those games watch, streamed? Uh, they are streamed on a from a, a Spanish media broadcaster out of Europe. So yes, oh, we can oil watch them when they yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> totally. uh, but you can just go to the stadium and watch.
0: Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, but when they go on the road, yes, then you can. Yes, you can cool. actually watch it. I did not do that. Okay, quick break for news. Coming back with part two, we'll try some more things with ChatGPT, including something that you will be able to do very shortly. You'll be able to type in a few words and have it create digital images. A little young girl in Australia is going to blow our mind on that one there. We'll try some recipes, and we'll even try a German limerick, see if Gary can (laughs) do that one. And more travel tech news when we continue. Stay with us.
1: Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070.
0: This is the second half of our Family Day Long Weekend Edition for 2023. Glad to have you along, whether you're listening to us live on Saturday the 18th, Sunday afternoon, the 19th, rebroadcast, or to the podcast, which Brian will diligently make and have available for you. The podcasts seem to be appearing, Brian, much quicker now after you you finish them. It's not that you're being more efficient. You are very efficient, but (laughs) they literally appear like within five minutes now of you of you uploading them during it's the noon hour.
2: Excellent. Yeah, I don't know if SoundCloud just changed theirs or the you know the spiders are better, but it yeah. used to take, sometimes it, it used to take, like when I had a podcast years ago, it could take a day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Gary Beyer is here from Tesseract Computers. They're normally not open on Saturday. He would normally go and play after the show, but he's going to go down to the store because he's found a couple specials that we talked about briefly in the first hour there. These are $189 laptops. They are basic but they're really good yes. for basic and for for, for basic computing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I had two people that texted me so I actually updated the notes to say not a typo, $189. So if you're listening to us live on Saturday, you've also got a limited supply of
1: one-year-old Dell Windows 10 laptops. Yeah, we picked these up from a company that had to buy a lot of stuff very very quickly when 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 pandemic started and yeah. throughout the pandemic. And we're bringing these ones in a batch at a time. So right now, I think I have one sold yesterday already. So I think I have four left for today. Yeah. But next week, we're going to be getting a few more. Yeah. Uh, these would be good as
0: a first laptop for a child because they have a low power processor. It's, a, it's
1: an N40 or 4040 series processor with 4020. Yeah. Um, it's a fairly recent processor and it will handle yeah. Windows 11. Not yeah. a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just not going to be something you're going to want to edit uh, 4K video on. Or play powerful games. It's not going to happen. But for the vast majority of you... You know, it's, it's even one for what I do. I could use it and not be... I wouldn't be put out at all if, instead of using this Surface. Yeah. That's really powerful. So these ones you're going to have for 279 279 And okay. that's, that's base. We're going to, that's with 4 gigs of RAM and 128 gig. Yeah, many we, of you, yeah. We can do updates. That's not a problem. We can pump them up to 8 gigs of RAM, 240, or yeah. 256, or even a 1 terabyte if you wanted it. So if that interests but- you, ask Gary would ask you, Uh, what are you going to do with it? Exactly. And then he would
0: suggest, but for many of you, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, Now, if you want, if you're looking at replacing an aging desktop computer and don't do a huge amount of stuff, Priority One computers have obtained a batch of refurbished Lenovo M910S Windows 10 desktops. Mm -hmm. They're powered by 6th gen Intel i5 processors and come with 8 gigs of RAM and a new 500 gig SSD and a one-year warranty. They will be just $399. That's a nice price. That's at Priority One Computers. When they reopen on Tuesday, after the family day-long weekend, they are now inside the Mini Mall at 3970 Quadra near Mackenzie, across from White Spot. When you look at the Mini Mall, you won't see them. No. They're just inside. The sign is there, but you go, where are, where are they? So, yeah, I put a link into the show notes for all of those deals, so before you go down... And spend some time, check to see if this is appropriate for what you're doing. But these are, we love saving you money. And again, small batches of these because all of these stores, whether it's Gizmos or Tesseract or Priority One, they check them over. And I know you
1: sometimes go, no, I'm not taking that. Oh, exactly. Um, We we now deal with it. I think we've got a third supplier on now. Yeah. Uh, So sometimes it takes us a couple of weeks to get some of the product out of Toronto, but. Yep we we're, we're, were talking uh,
0: we've been talking about the new ai that's being built into the bing engine it's called prometheus and the other one that is um that is coming is uh, the, james has texted in to say that there is a there is a second um paid option uh called jasper never heard either of you called ja- no. Found about jasper no 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 Okay, we will look that one. we will look that one up, Jasper. Hmm, don't know. Okay, we will, we will learn. Uh, we've been talking about some of the things you can do with AI. Mm-hmm. Probably the thing that that most people have done is write poems that I've seen, recipes, and poems and country songs. A coding. Yeah, coding. Well, but most yeah. of our listeners wouldn't do that. No, so, oh yes, yes. So, for example, and I'm just being impressed with what it pulls out. I was helping showing this to Carol. Um, her son's in Austin, Texas. So I said, create me a limerick about Carol and Austin, Texas. That's all we said. Mm -hmm. There once was a lady named Carol whose love for Austin was quite moral. She'd stroll on 6th Street with her cowboy boots on her feet and dance to the tunes with a choral. So it pulled out 6th Street and cowboy boots, etc., etc. From the barbecue joints to the Capitol Dome, Carol felt like Austin was her true home. She loved the hot weather and the friendly folks together. She'd never leave. She'd always roam. That's just a couple... But I, I'm just really impressed with what it can do. And how fast it does it. Yeah. Um, and, and things that you would never think have ever been done. Uh, when I was helping Suzanne, who comes from Switzerland, we were trying recipes for German bread, and it got those all right. I was thinking of you. Mm-hmm. So I said, but let's try something so you know that this is being created, not... Not borrowed from the internet. Let's create something that's never been done. So we typed in a recipe for German bread with mushroom, peaches, and bacon. Yeah. It did it. It did. Yeah. And it gave the entire recipes and how to do it. And even know, t- told us how to row the dough tightly, starting from the long side, then tuck the ends underneath, as mm-hmm. they do for German bread.
1: Yeah. So, there you go. And it ends by saying, this German bread with mushrooms, peaches, and bacon is a delicious and unique twist on a traditional bread.
0: So, I think, Brian, that's <laughs> the key thing about, about these AI. You're not finding information on the internet and putting it on the screen. You're mm-hmm. actually creating something that's never been created before.
2: Right, like it understands making a recipe and what kind of flavors and ratios and all these things.
0: Yeah. In our last hour, we had it create an itinerary for Gary, mm-hmm. if you weren't listening, uh, to go to Germany, starting in Munich and going on to two tiny towns. Yep. And it did that well. So we were just joking about this, and I said, so I asked it to create a limerick. Now, I need to trust you on this one, because uh-huh. I don't
1: know what it's going I don't know German. Create a limerick in German. Yeah. Now, we're going to go through this, because my German is a little bit rusty, but I might be a bit slow on this. Es war einmal ein kleiner Hund. Er hatte einen rummen mund er bellte laut und viel doch jeder heilt in ein für ein spiel bis er endlich einen knochen fand okay if you speak german you will know what that meant <laughs> uh, it doesn't
0: translate it translates but obviously not as a limerick so i asked it to translate yeah. it into english Once upon a time, there was a small dog. He had a crooked mouth. He barked loudly and a lot, but everyone thought it was a game until he finally found a bone. So, Brian,
1: rhymes go out the window when you translate. any every time. Yeah. 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 You you can't make any German rhyme work in English.
0: Yeah. So, there you go. So, again, these are just examples of what you'll be able to do within a few days when you do this. I I have a friend named Zach, and he loves butternut squash soup and knows that I... Hate it with a passion you would probably like that Brian being vegetarian
2: <laughs> oh it, yeah, yeah not
0: squash but Zach often jokingly calls it butterscotch soup <laughs> so I thought so I punched it in <laughs> well because it'll tell you if that's not a good combination no. the famous one we did with pasta with shrimp and peanut butter mm-hmm. it said ooh and explained why not here's a recipe for butterscotch soup a cup of Brown sugar, half cup unsalted butter, four cups heavy cream, one teaspoon salt, one teaspoon ground nutmeg, one t- half teaspoon vanilla extract, whipped cream (optional), chopped nuts (optional), and gives you, and even tells you about using an immersion blender to do it. So all this, wow. so, so Zach says he's going to make it.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, I would like to try that.
0: Yeah, I think that could be a thing. So I'm, just, but I'm thinking out loud, guys, as we're talking about this. You know, if you're a restaurant, or if you're a small cafe. Yeah, and you don't have experience in making new things. You can basically ask your customers, "What would you like me to make?"
2: Yeah, yeah, like a mashup. You can yeah. just like get all the favorite flavors and mix them and discover the next crazy thing, like salted caramel or yeah, that all yeah. Over. If yeah. it's a
0: coffee shop, you know, you think of the ones that come out with um, pumpkin spice and all that. Well, <laughs> different. See, you could just simply ask the customers, "What would you like me to make?" Before I make it, let me find out if that will work. And it'll, it'll warn you that this is going to interact with the enzyme and I don't know, I'm making that up and blah, or it's going to curdle the cream or whatever. I just, I just, yeah. So while we're on it, here's one other example, because this is something that I think many of you will do. And this is in our show notes, item number 40. Here's another example of how quickly AI is changing what we can do. Video40 is a short demo from Microsoft of their free new Image Creator service, which creates high-quality images of anything you ask it to create.
3: Creating fun, beautiful, original images is as easy as typing a few words. Introducing Image Creator.
1: Now you can express your ideas in seconds. Simply type the words you want as images. Then let Bing and AI do the rest.
0: You'll be amazed at what you create. There you go. So go watch the video because it doesn't make that much sense on radio. You really need to see how quickly. And those are pretty good quality images, right? So if you think, okay, but I, I couldn't do that. Well, the second link in video number 40 in the show notes is a video by a very young girl named Kiney. K-A-I-N-I in Australia. You'll be able to tell by her voice how young she is. And she's right in front of you. She actually has created a video teaching you and me how to do this. And she creates five different cute cat theme messages, or images rather. She starts by just typing what she wants into the create box.
4: I'm going to do a pink kitty in outer space. A little pink kitty with a bow tie and astronaut costume In space digital art you don't have to put a full stop at the end but you do need to put a comma just to help the AI okay so uh, when you're done you can press on create right on the right side on the top corner so when you're done press on this button over here and it'll create it for you uh, and also, I'm going see over here, it's going to use one of your boosts. So uh, it's going to load, and then it's going to show you. Also, you can do surprise me. I ate. Oh, it went. This looks so cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh.
0: So if you think that you couldn't master this. Um. There you go. I'm guessing. How yeah. old do you think she is? I love the cute Australian accent. Yes. And she goes through and creates. She's not happy because one of them is slightly purplish and there's no Yo. bow tie. Oh yes. Stuart, downstairs at CTV News here is every time he has an announcement to make. He always does a pizza and a cat and a rocket ship and.
2: Oh, oh yes. So yes.
0: he's using. But this is going to be free. This is not something you have to subscribe to. It's going to be free. Coming any day or week now. It's available in other parts of the world. They're rolling it out. Uh, and so I put that I put that into the show notes uh, a, as well. And that's item number 14 in the show notes.
2: How does it hand, Do we know how it handles copyright material? Like, Because if it makes... It's an original image. You could use it, but it might still contain copyright material that you requested. Doesn't create copyright material. Also, it won't. You can't be like... It's I not know.
0: picking... And you can also tell it that you want this done in a classical painting style or you Mm -hmm. want it in anime, or you want it in charcoal sketch. But no, it's generating every single thing. It's not like pulling a picture off the internet.
2: Sure. Oh, but you could use name brand stuff, and you could say, make me uh, the ultimate Burger King burger or something. I don't think so. Oh, no. Okay, okay. I guess we'll Ah, find find out out once we're able to get it.
0: Yeah. And the other one, of Gary, I thought of this one for you because I know your love of beer. Uh, Victoria Brewery is now using the Chat GPT AI engine. They used it to create a recipe for a near new beer, which they're now selling. This is Whistleboy Brewing Company mm-hmm. down in, in Market Square. Mm-hmm. They asked it to create a recipe for a hazy pale ale.
1: Should be interesting.
0: And they say the recipe made sense. So they made a batch. They went, whoa. It's called no, Robo I... Beer. And they were so impressed they got ChatGPT GPT to write the marketing description for it, of course. <laughs> so again, we were talking earlier. we just want to sort of open your mind into how this is going to change.
1: So you know, I don't think that anyone today can actually predict what this is going to bring. no it's because it's it's in its infancy now and as 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 we saw, watched the video earlier this this is going to go on a curve yeah and the yeah. sky now, I think, is the And limit. the curve is already
0: bending upward. Yeah. In one week, we've gone from, you know, I mean, you blew my mind, Ryan, when you mentioned one about the, the pastor having it right mm. in sermon. Yeah. That's that's something they have to do every week, and they put a lot of time into that.
2: Yeah. Right, and even but, if you just take that to start with, and then you edit and add in some of your own prayer. Yeah,
0: yeah, but you take the concepts you want to cover in the sermon this week, and blah, And how long would you like the sermon to be? You could tell how many words.
2: Oh, I'm going to love this if I have to write essays again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's why the tool to tell whether or not you were cheating. There you go. So again, the one for Whistleboy Brewing Company, if you're out and about, stop in at Market Square. If you like hazy pale ale, try Robo Beer. See what you think. And then get them to show you the description of it. Those were both written. Now, they still required the master brewer to make it. Yes. But the recipe... He didn't tweak it. He did not change he just it. From he, said the he went straight from the Yeah, and they made That's a small batch and went, whoa, now we're making a bigger batch. So have there you go. to go down and try that. Yes. Okay, Ron and Marlene on the phone line, stay there. We've got a bunch of texts and emails for you as well. Once you hear Ron and uh, Marlene's questions hopefully get answered, then you can call in and join us at star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on a landline. Texts to 107010. If you do text us, please include your first name. 22 after the hour on Tech Talk, hour number two for Family Day long weekend. Back to the phone lines, and Ron's been waiting patiently. Hi, Ron. Hi, Alan. How are you? Excellent, it's great. I've not—I recognize that voice, and I've not heard that voice in quite a while.
6: Not really. No, I've been uh, sorry, I had succumbed to various uh, illnesses.
0: You're still in with us
6: for two months.
0: Wow. Are you? You're still with us, though. How can we help?
6: Oh yeah, rising again, like the song says, like the phoenix. <laughs> By um, what's his name? The great Canadian troubadour. Oh, I was um, thinking,
0: Rise Again um, from Nova Scotia. Exactly. Oh, what's her oh, name? Oh, she know. passed away. No. L- large lady used to sing with oh, Rita McNeil. Rita McNeil. There hey, you. I can't Rita,
6: believe I got that. No, this isn't Rita McNeil. Oh. It was a guy, and uh, he built. He made the song about how these his uh, fellow crewmen raised a boat, the Mary Allen Carter. And uh, and the, the theme song is "May You Rise Again, Overcome Tribulations, etc., etc." And I've risen again.
0: I'm just looking it up on Apple. Me, may, "May You Rise." See, that's the Evangelist things "May You Rise Again." Right now, I'm calling because I'm,
6: yes. I'm g- calling out of regret that Uh-oh. I just wait till this morning because I bought my my brand new laptop last night for four hundred and fifty nine dollars. And if I'd only waited I could have got a bargain via you.
0: Where did you get it?
6: London Drugs. Yeah, you well, I love London Drugs, but you can take it back. Can what? On the for this reason alone?
0: Yes, you sure. yeah, you have you have uh, thirty days at London Drugs to take it back. Have you taken it out and set it up? No, it's still in its box. You can oh, take it back, easy. no questions asked. They will be they will be glad to do that.
2: Is that right? Absolutely. Well, that's, just, you can just well, say I changed my mind. You don't even have to say anything That's one of the else. reasons
0: we're such big fans of London drugs. Right. Yeah. And I then, do. They, I'm, I'm but, a
6: regular London drug customer for all kinds of things, mainly drugs. But <laughs> I, do that. I
0: know that one. <laughs> Yeah, by all means. There you go. And then go see Gary this afternoon because he's only got five of one and six of another.
2: Go see Gary first and make sure you got it. Yeah, absolutely. Go (laughs) Go see Gary,
0: okay? Yeah, there you go. He's going to be at the store. For those of you that are just tuning in, um, Gary's got a couple specials that are of such good price. Laptops for $189 that he's going to go to the store while we're live on Saturday. He's going to go 1230 uh, till 2. And for those of you that want to stop and do that, they are linked in the show notes, shownotes.ca. Tesseract, if you've never been there, is on Broughton near Douglas. The address shows on Douglas, but it's around the corner next to, I was going to say Mexican now restaurant. Called,
1: no, the Mexican restaurant's gone for a year yeah. now, so it's, it's now next to what's called Smile Chicken. Korean. Korean. Korean yeah, chicken. Korean barbecue chicken. There you go. Okay, good question. Thank you, Ron. Good to hear you again.
0: Marlene, welcome to Tech Talk.
7: Oh, thank you for. Taking my call. Thanks for waiting. Excuse, excuse me. Um, I, I know I know a lot, but I just put you, you on a while back there, and you were talking about this Netflix thing. And yes. My da- daughter and son-in-law have gone down to um, Australia, New Zealand, and they won't be back before the twenty-first. And of course, I had never heard of this before, and neither of them. What is there anything they should be doing? So,
0: are you sharing their Netflix account?
7: Not theirs, no. I'm sharing another son's.
0: Okay, and are you the one that's sharing it with him, or is he sharing it with you?
7: No, he's sharing it with me.
0: And where does he live, if you don't mind my asking?
7: He lives, uh, well, he just moved out to Souk's.
0: Okay, so it's going to pop up on his TV. He's going to, have to, he's going to have to pick his primary location. Then he's going to have to decide whether he wants to pay $8 a month to have you continue sharing or not.
7: Uh, I see, okay. now
0: Hopefully about- he's your son, he better. Uh, <laughs> in which case, it'll then pop up on your TV and it will tell you, or he can do it for you, he will create your own account.
7: Yeah, well I hardly ever watch it. I yep. think I've only watched it throughout three. But what I'm wondering about my other uh, son-in-law and daughter are in-, in- Australia. It no. will
0: pop up, uh, Australia's not included yet. They're coming later, so they're not affected in Australia by this. Oh,
7: no, but they're just visiting there, and they won't be back before the 21st. Is that going to affect them?
0: Yes, when they come back, they may find that their service has been suspended, and they'll have to go into their account and reactivate it and and plug in the address thing.
7: Oh, okay, so nothing...
0: Nothing that they need to do right now.
7: Oh, okay, I just wondered, because... I had never heard about. I just put, when I put you on, I said, "What's yeah. going on now?" So this so is I a don't big deal. There's, there's not much on that anyway. I think I've only looked at it a couple of times. So. Okay,
0: well, talk to your son about it. He'll probably call you and ask you and say, "Hey, mom, this thing just came up on my TV. Um, what do we want to do about this?" It's eight dollars a month um, for you to have your, your to share his account.
7: Okay, well, thank you for the information. Uh, I enjoy your program very much. Oh
0: thanks, Marlene. <laughs> it's a lot to learn as we as we get older this, these changes are, are a challenge on there. Okay, uh, quick break coming up in a minute, and then we're going to do a couple travel things. We've got a bunch of travel questions we're going to try and answer here. Just want to repeat um, from the first hour, if you have an Apple device, iPhone, iPad, Mac, Apple TV, Apple Watch, they've put out security updates, Gary, for all of them. The updates are different, but there's a couple key issues that they found the holes before the bad guys. But now that they put out the updates, the bad we guys know, know where they are. Yeah, we know what the holes are. So yep. please, sixteen point three point one. The big one is for iPhones and iPads. Settings, General, Software Update. Yep. When it asks if you want to use cell data to download the update, tap on Don't use cell data unless you don't have Wi-Fi and you have a massive data plan.
2: That's what I did. <laughs> there you go.
0: Stay with us. More coming up.
2: Tech Talk with Alan Perry
0: on CFAX 1070. Welcome back as we continue. Got an email here from Ralph. Good morning, Alan et al. I am confronted with an inexplicable Outlook email enigma. I receive lots of images using my Outlook.com email address. Most of the time, upon opening, the image is rotated 90 degrees to the left. Is there any way to stop or correct this from happening? I've tried everything without success. Thanks, Ralph. So, Ralph, I've emailed you back to say, are these emails coming from one particular person or are they coming from multiple people and they're all
1: rotated 90 degrees to the left?
2: That's an interesting one. I haven't seen that before.
1: Well, 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 well. Most recently, in, in addition to JPEG, was the addition to JPEG was implemented, the EXIF orientation setting. So what they're basically saying here, Outlook's inbuilt JPG preview doesn't always check Orientation, it depends on the version of Outlook. Okay.
2: Did he say which version
0: he was using? I think, Ralph, you're on. I know you're on the Outlook program because I may be helping you set up your email, right. but I can't remember where you're whether okay, so, you he might be
1: on Outlook twenty sixteen as opposed to Microsoft three sixty five. The Office the Office Picture Manager available in up to Office 2010 but not 2013 does the Microsoft Supplied Picture app in Windows. 8, 10, and 11 obeys the rotate settings, yep. but the Windows 7 Photo Viewer does not. Right. Older Office applications via Insert Picture don't obey the orientation settings, even if Windows does. Aha. Uh-huh. So, so
0: one of the keys, is Ralph, is going to be which version of Microsoft Office you're using. When you click on Outlook to open it up, the little rectangle box that appears will either say... Office 2016 yeah. or Microsoft 365. Yeah. If you can answer that one for us, yeah. that
1: gives us a clue. Uh, better in Outlook 365. Happily, the problem was quietly fixed in Outlook 365. The same image shows exactly correctly. So Yes. Mm. Um, From Steve by email,
0: re-Netflix extra member. Sorry if this has already been asked an address. No, it hasn't. Will each extra member also be required to set an address for their remote location? I would assume so. Yes. Yeah. Because then they can also go on vacation and you're okay. We just don't know for how long. For premium accounts, four streams, it looks like only the primary account holder can have concurrent streams running and not any of the extra members. Mm. Does that seem correct? No, my understanding is that if you're on premiums accounts... Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, yes. So, if Gary, if you were the premium account holder, mm-hmm. you can be watching it... On your TV and your partner on the laptop. Yes, at home. Right. If I am the person sharing your account, you're paying the 8 bucks a month, I can only watch it on one device at once. Yes, Steve, that is correct. Now, Netflix will presumably tweak that. Brian's brought up the rules, as they are. Yeah. uh, There's the one about watch while you travel, by the way. The unasked question.
2: Yeah, it still says members can still easily watch Netflix on their personal devices or log into a, a new TV like a hotel or holiday rental. And okay.
0: that's all it says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how? How are yeah. they going to please this? How? For how long? Yeah. yeah, right. So stay tuned. So these are all things that we're working. Those those are, those are really good questions. Okay. Um. Oh, here we go. Julie, who had asked us about having no TV Mm -hmm. to set up on this on, she just emailed the Netflix chat. If a primary location hasn't been set, we will automatically set one for you based on your IP address, device IDs, and account activity. That makes sense. It does. Thank you, Julie. There you go. So everybody else that does not have a TV that watches Netflix on your computer. computer or iPad, you're okay. They will automatically do that for you. And again... Should you then take that device traveling with you for X amount of time, X is the question mark, they okay. will let you do that.
1: We just don't know how far
0: you can go. Obviously, this, this you can't is, go outside Canada.
1: This is going to be a pain in the butt for all the influencers that travel all over the place and still watch it on their phone. Yes.
0: There we go. Okay, those are, those are really good questions. So, Okay. Laurie here, not sure if you heard that one of the breweries in town used ChatGPT a beer. Yes, we actually just <laughs> talked about that a few minutes ago and encouraging people that like beer to go try, we'll try it try out. It. Uh, that's down at a Whistle Stop. What's the name of it? Uh, whistle Boy, B-U-O-Y, brewing company in Market Square. A hazy pale ale, and they've named it Robo Beer. And apparently it's quite popular. One of the things that's going away 28 years after its debut, Microsoft's ubiquitous Internet Explorer browser has been permanently shut down.
2: All gone. It's about time.
0: (laughs) If you access or maintain really old websites which don't display correctly on newer browsers, you can use IE compatibility mode in Microsoft Edge to view them until 2029 because we know how you don't want to change. (laughs) The other one that I thought you would find interesting, 31 new emojis will soon be coming to your devices. I've put a picture of most of them into the show notes in item number 18. Apparently, this has been long sought after. It's not part of my life, but a pink heart is coming. I know that makes your life better. As well as a crow, a jellyfish, peas in a pod, ginger and a moose. These were all approved as part of version 15 of the Unicode Consortium list of emoji. The Unicode Consortium is like United Nations of emojis. And they don't so much represent all the countries, Brian. They represent all the different devices. Okay. So the same pink heart emoji on an iphone will look different on an android phone as will look different on a windows computer as will etc yeah, etc cetera, et cetera.
2: right they've each chosen to stylize their own that fits the best with their operating system
0: yeah and the reason that there's so many thousands of different emojis is they have to make them in different shades and colors right for yes. the different shades and colors of people around the world The one that's got everybody going in a tizzy, and this is not coming. This is not new. This arrived last year. There is a pregnant man emoji. Mm
2: -hmm. I did not, I missed this totally. Yeah. Now, if
0: you're, before you yell, it arrived in version 14. Please, it's complicated how we ended up with it, but before Mm -hmm. you yell, please go read the explanation because it's kind of neat. It's not easy for them to figure this out. In a nutshell, this is poor representation. They agreed that everything would be gender neutral. So you will have you know doing a activity you will have a smiling woman,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you will have a smiling man, you will have a smiling gender neutral person.
2: Yep. So pregnant uh, woman. Yep, pregnant man, pregnant mm-hmm. gender neutral. Mm-hmm. I mean I yeah. I'm totally happy for them, Tad. Yeah. Well, I was thinking uh, when I read this last can. night, I was yeah. actually
0: thinking of you when when Juno was pregnant... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like, we're having a baby, right?
2: Right. I even said, like, we're pregnant right now. Yeah, I think, yeah so, whatever. You, you
0: could have used that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would have been, like, a metaphorical <laughs> representation. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. I'm just but, happy there's a moose in there now.
0: Yeah, I have mm. no idea. I... I don't know if there's a place where you can send in an email and say, can you please add this to the list? I don't know mm, how the, right. emo- the emoji consortium gets the input
2: list. There's my homework to find one, that one out. It seems like endless. Like, they try to titrate it. We get it bit by any of these little bursts. But, like, yeah. I don't see them stopping until, like, you know, every bug on the planet has an emoji.
0: The other one that I thought would be really great to do on the show, but it broke... Have you ever wondered how many people have the same name as you? Is there another Brian Pavlicic out there? Is there another Gary oh. Beyer out there? There was a great website. It was called, quite logically, howmanyofme.com. Hmm. Don't go there. We That would tell you, but it crashed earlier this week after Lauren Bell mentioned it on Jeopardy. Oh, Apparently, it was one of those off-the-corner-of-the-desk websites that somebody did because they loved the idea. So yep. Lauren Bell mentioned it on website because she's L A U R I N Bell, and ah, it crashed.
2: Sure, like a small um, plan for that website. There's no way I yeah. can handle that kind of traffic. Exactly.
0: So item number nineteen has some almost as good alternatives. They they're sort of like they're, they only work largely in the U. I mean, they don't work largely in the U.S. They draw on the U.S. database and things like that. So that's item number nineteen in the show notes. Okay, quick break. When we come back, we're going to tackle some travel tech questions. But we'd love to help you. The phone lines are open Saturday morning while we're live. Star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on a landline. Okay, so if you want an emoji that does not exist, Gary has found the answer.
1: Yeah, you can uh, just go to Mm unicode.org and at the bottom right-hand side, you'll find a contact and then it brings up a page of all the different different areas you can contact different people including for memberships you can you can search out who their board of directors are it's it's really I've put I've added that link
0: to where we have the pictures of the new ones that are coming soon coming soon is probably later this month as soon as 16.4 comes out for iPhones and iPads the 31 new ones will peak because then you'll be able to have a jellyfish and a moose among the others item number 18 in the show notes okay a couple travel ones here Gary, you've got one there, and then I've got
1: one here. Uh, yeah. Let's go with Alan and crew. My high school-aged daughter is going to Florida for nine days with her sports team. What is the cheapest and best way to use her phone to keep in contact with me and vice versa? She has an iPhone XR, eSIM compatible, and she is on Shaw. My thought is to sign her up for one of the free trials you've mentioned, T-Mobile, Verizon, Test Drive, Cricket Wireless, et cetera, and to use an app like WhatsApp. Thoughts?
0: Yes, So that would be the easiest way to do it. If you go to the show notes, notes shownotes.ca, there is a separate tab. We list the different notes for every week's show, but on the left, it maybe could be on the top, but normally it's on the left. Look for one that says travel tech tips. And there are free trials from the American companies that give you one month, three months, six months, 14 days, depending on the company. And you get unlimited calling within the USA unlimited global texting and a whack load of fast data so you won't get phone calls to Canada you'll get phone calls in the US but then exactly what he said you could then use whatsapp FaceTime signal Skype Skype, if you got it Facebook Messenger to stay in touch with everybody yeah some are for example the T-Mobile one is a one-time offer Mm -hmm. the one from Verizon is once every 12 months Cricket Wireless is one-time visible, which is Verizon's budget carrier, is once every 12 months. Okay, so a couple people going to Mexico. Peter's off to Mexico. Hola. Going to Mexico tomorrow morning. How can I use my iPhone 13 down there for 14 days? Go to the App Store and get the app called Airalo. A-I-R-A-L-O. You install the app. It's free. And then you go into where are you going Hello, and you tap on uh, local eSIMS and you type in Mexico and it tells you that you're going for 14 days so 2 gigabytes of data for 15 days will cost you a whopping $15 US if you want 3 gigabytes that's $21 US you can do that now before you go you pay for it using your Apple Pay or your credit card it will activate when you land in Mexico and it will go go work so there it's awesome now the key thing is that's data only awesome data lots of it but no phone calls so change your voicemail before you go to say hey gonna be in Mexico for two weeks you won't be able to phone me at this number you can text me if you have an iPhone or an iPad or a Mac otherwise reach me by WhatsApp or Signal or mm. Skype or send me an email and I'll tell you how to get a hold of me. That's the only catch. No traditional phone calls. Yes, yeah. If you need it's, to call a phone number, you would use Skype, which gives you the ability Skype to phone.
2: With Thanks. cheap data, that's not too much of a problem. Well, it's cheap yeah.
1: data, and if you have an Office 365 account, you get one hour of Skype worldwide free every every month. Yeah, it works yeah. in virtually every, every yeah. country
0: there. It's awesome. From Gordon, this is a good one. I'm going on a trip. From Victoria to Seattle, staying overnight, then flying to Mexico City with a three hour layover, then flying to Medellin, Colombia for 10 days, returning home the same way. My question is on Aerolo. Would I choose the global range? So. The neat thing we like about uh, about Errol O'Brien is you can pick a country like Mexico. Mm-hmm. You can pick a region like Central America, well, Latin America, Caribbean, Europe. You can also pick global because he's going to be going to Seattle, yep. Mexico City, and then Medellin, three different countries.
2: You might want to simplify by getting this yeah. one global yeah. So plan. Yeah, so the,
0: the global, global card, and he said he's going for 10 days, so two weeks total. 3 gigabytes of data for 15 days is $24 US. Mm. That's so much cheaper than what we Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like 2 days here and we're over that. Uh. <laughs> okay, so um but I'll check this. Now Ctac Airport has free Wi-Fi, so you mm-hmm. wouldn't need. So if you want to simplify it and see if we can do a better price. Hey Siri, is there free Wi-Fi at the Mexico City Airport?
3: Okay. I found this on the web for Is there free Wi Fi at the Mexico City Airport? Check it out.
0: Yes, you get 45 minutes free Wi Fi from Boingo. And then if you want more, it's $5 for up to a month if you're doing that. So there's okay. one option. And then, but then if, so if we just went to Colombia instead of him using the global one there, let's just do this. And you can try this as well. Air Alo, A I R A L O is the free app. And you don't ever have to use it if you just want to check the prices. A-I-R. And we want Colombia. C-O-L-O. Colombia. Okay, so you're going for two weeks. So two gigabytes, $15. So if you do the global one, it's $24. This is 15 U.S. for two gigabytes. If you want three gigabytes, that's $21. So, yeah, if you can survive on free Wi-Fi at Mm SeaTac and 45 minutes in Mexico City, then you get a better deal. And that would be, Hartanet would be the provider. You don't need to know any of that when you get the app. It it just all works. Really, really good questions there. Okay, from Chris. Can I get out of my kudo contract due to continuously losing connection? I have my second bill and three more roaming charges. Anytime there's an update, the phone reboots and grabs the strongest signal, which is across the strait. Oh, I live in Otter Point. Okay, out beyond Souk. So, it's a contract. They don't legally have to let you out, but they should have told you when you signed up, if you'd asked, do I get good coverage? They would say, you get next to no coverage in mm-hmm. Otter Point and you're going to ping on the U.S. So I think they probably would let you do that. Kudo is the budget provider of TELUS. Mm -hmm. Rogers was paid by the B.C. government to put in cell towers so there's coverage between Souk and Jordan River and Port Renfrew, and the deal was that other carriers are allowed to piggyback on that. So that's pretty well finished. I'm not sure if it's totally finished. I would stop in at a uh, Kudo kiosk in one of the malls and get them to check the detailed map and see if where you live in Otter Point is covered by that. And if not, then I would contact Kudo 611 and explain to them specifically. I think they would I think they would let you out, and you could switch to you could switch to Rogers or Bell. Sure. The fourth option which will be Videotron slash Fizz, will initially run on the Rogers network anyway, so you basically got two other choices. Oh, yes. So you've basically got Rogers or Bell. What you can do before you even go there would be to check with your neighbors and say, any of you on Rogers or Bell, is there good coverage here? Yeah,
2: yeah, very good point.
0: I'm guessing Rogers would be the one because they're the one that have been paid to put in these these additional towers. Okay, final chance for calls, texts, or emails before we take a wrap up this show for Family Day Long Weekend 250-386-1161 star 1070 on a mobile phone when we're live on Saturday. Back with our final segment after this. Final few minutes of Tech Talk for Family Day Long Weekend. Next weekend, Tofi Haruk will be here. Tofi is a smartphone tutor and especially he knows lots about Android, which is my week area, so he's going to have some updated tips on things to do and all that. But you keep us so much on top here, so if you live out or go out between Souk, Jordan River Port Renfrew, then two of you have texted in to say the connection to Renfrew will not be completed until April. It's about halfway done at this point. So maybe you will get better service in Otter Point. I'm guessing not. I'm thinking it's largely focused farther
1: yeah. out there, Gary. Yeah. What a couple of emails we need to get to. Uh, hi, I was wondering if continuing to s- subscribe to Shaw Internet Security is worth the $6 a month. I have all Apple products. Never should have been subscribing to it. But you didn't know that. No. It's no, done it's, by McAfee, which is horrible. It is. It is horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's Even if just, it was free, I wouldn't touch it. No, not at all. <laughs> and frankly, your Mac products are fairly safe anyways. So, yeah. no, you don't need that at all
0: anymore. Malwarebytes is premium is all you need. You betcha. Yeah. And you don't need them for your iPhones, your iPads. All you need it for is for your Mac itself. Yes. You can buy a single license from gary or me they're just 30 dollars. that you don't have to pay the 55 for a a triple license uh
1: second one uh hi alan love your show and it pointed me to an epson ecotank printer a few years ago as a replacement for my old hp i have the 4760 unfortunately the document feeder now jams every time i try to use it Hmm. can you tell me where the best place to have it repaired would be there is no place yeah, the document feeder parts are plastic and rubber. Yep.
0: Well, what you can do is open it up, get a really bright light, and a pair of tweezers, being an optimist, and see if a staple or something got jammed in there. You can't see all of it, but if you can do that, you may be able to do it. Otherwise, you're just going to have to scan pages one at a time. Yeah. What model was it? 4760. So that was one of the originals. It That's was, back yeah.
1: when they first came out. So, yeah. It's, it's I hate to say it, but printers have become uh they're yes. they're consumable. Yeah. yeah. It's it's there's no reasonable way to fix them anymore. They are so inexpensive by comparison. Yeah. Uh yeah. sadly there is no place
0: yeah. to fix them anymore. Terry is asking you by text, can I buy one of Gary's Panasonic Tough Books over the phone call? I'm disabled and will take a couple of days to arrange transportation. Yes. Okay. I'll give Gary your number. Terry? Um, he'll call you once, he, I'm guessing, you'll call once you get to the store in about once, half an hour? Once I get to the there store, you
1: bet. Well, he, I do have a couple of repairs I have to do, so... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, I'll either contact people today, or I'll contact them on Tuesday. I will put some aside. Yeah.
0: There are some other questions here I need to do some homework for that, that are on the tech, so bear with me. I'm more than happy to say, I don't know on these, so I need to do some more homework on there. In addition to OneDrive, I use a Seagate one Terabyte portable drive for backup. If I get a new device with all the files transferred to the new hard drive, when I plug in the portable drive, it doesn't recognize the backup from the old device. What to do? Wipe the portable by reformatting and start the backups over again. Yes, Gordon, there's a built-in setting. Go into the settings on your computer, Windows key and the letter I. I'm doing this in my memory. Update in security. Backup. Add a new drive. Yep. Then it uses a file backup system. Uh, It's called file history. It's identical to your computer. You don't need any special software. You can take it with you to any Mm -hmm. other computer and access it. So that's what you do. Yeah, make sure that there's not. if it's just copies of stuff, reformat it. Make sure it reformats to NTFS format. Brian's going to play some music to get us out of here as we head off into Family Day weekend. I'm going to leave you with our friend's 40 fingers... Pirates of the Caribbean. This has been fun. We learned a lot. Yeah. We learned about show. making itineraries for trips. We learned that I speak some German. And we did German lyrics. <laughs> Limerick. Limerick. Yeah. Yeah. And, much more. and now we learned that you can do sermons. I've got a question yes. about can I, I do I a, made a few of those. I'm going to try the question in, about the text, about whether or not I can do a resume for somebody. There you go. Don't know. Brian, look forward to the announcement of the baby name next weekend. Yes, thank Hope you. Hope that goes well with the family. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Find Gary at Tesseract's. till 2 p.m. on Saturday. Yes. Enjoy the rest of your family. (laughs) Saturday only. Enjoy the rest of your family day long weekend. And so it goes.